Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. It's Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving's Thursday and it's going to be over before you know it. My favorite holiday. And then we'll be right into the gift-giving season. And I'm going to share a verse with you. Actually, I'll start the verse. And even though we're not here together, you can still finish the verse from home because I'm sure everyone knows it. So, don't be afraid. It's going to be all right. You're not weird if you do this from your living room or wherever you're watching this. But finish this sentence for me. It is better to give... And I'm guessing everybody said, than to receive. And when we quote that from the Bible, we're actually quoting Jesus. Because you can see the red letters in Acts chapter 20, verse 35, where Paul quotes Jesus. It is better to give than to receive. Paul says that's what our Lord said. And if we were here this morning, you would see the bulletins that Erica printed up. And the title this morning's message is, Getters and Givers. There's two types of people in this world. Another way of saying it is, there are people who please themselves by getting praise from others. They like to have their egos stroked. Then there's people who please God through their generous and sacrificial giving. We read about this in Mark, Mark chapter 12. So if you have your Bibles, I'm pretty sure you have Bibles at home or cell phones. We're looking up Mark chapter 12. Verses 38 to 44. Mark chapter 12, starting with verse 38. Just a little background. Jesus, he's been teaching in the temple. He's got a good crowd around him. In fact, we're going to start in like verse 37b. So you can see what it says there about Jesus' teaching and preaching. The large crowd listened to him with delight. As he taught, Jesus said, Watch out for the teachers of the law. 
They like to walk around and flow in robes and be greeted in the marketplaces and have the most important seats in the synagogues and and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers. Such men will be punished most severely. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were being put, and he watched as the crowd put in their money right there in the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins, worth only a fraction of a penny. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all she had to live on. If it wasn't obvious, I think you realized from the beginning who the getters are. The teachers of the law, the church leaders of the day. They like to get the attention, the praise from others. But where does that path lead? To a destructive, disgusting transformation. That leads to, to taking from people, taking advantage of people. Jesus said, These people devour widows' houses. And in the end, he said, There's severe punishment in store for them. Oh, they had the flowing robes. They made lengthy prayers so everybody knew how holy they were. Oftentimes they wore phylacteries. Phylactery was a little, almost like a tablet that they would wear on their wrists or on their foreheads, keeping with what it says in Deuteronomy 6 that bind these words on yourselves so you can keep them close. So they would put them right on there. Some of them were called bleeding Pharisees because they'd be so holy and so busy walking around looking at their phylacteries. There's documentation in history. They would walk into things and bleed because they were so holy. They had to let everybody know they were reading the Scriptures as they went along. Jesus had some other words for these people. He said they were whitewashed tombs. Oh, those whitewashed tombs look so pretty and nice on the outside, but on the inside was death. Oh, they got the attention. 
Everybody knew who they were. But that approach to spirituality leads to death. Then we read about the givers. The poor widow. She gave all she had. And she didn't make a big deal of it. You see, back then, the temple treasury was large and people had coins. Not so much cash like we have today. So when the rich people and others put in their offering, they could make a lot of noise for everybody would hear and and get the attention. And this poor widow quietly put in all she had. Jesus, pleased, moved, touched by that sacrificial giving. It struck a chord with him. I don't know about you. Do you want to please Jesus? Here's an example. Given what we have, not making a big deal of ourselves or about what we give. I don't know why it pleased, moved, touched Jesus. Maybe because the sacrificial generosity reminded him of his Father in heaven. You know it. John three sixteen, For God, So loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. That whosoever would believe in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. God gave what was most precious to Him. Where does the path of sacrificial giving lead? To a holy, God-pleasing life that is in line with God's will. God desires to transform our hearts and our lives to be more like Christ. And what did He do? He took up the cross and gave all He had for you and for me. So he's pleased when we, in obedient faith, come and give our hearts and our lives and all we have to him. If you're not sure what to give, how about I provide a suggestion? Because this isn't a money message. Kind of a heart message. And maybe what we can start with is praise and thanksgiving. If you still have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. A verse I'm 
set of verses I'm sure you're familiar with. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's read the verses 16 to 18 together. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Easier read than done, huh? But the thing about thanksgiving is it makes our prayers complete. Go back to the scripture we spent so much time in earlier this fall. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Where Paul writes, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Still can't sing yet with my voice, but if I could, I'd like to lead you in the song, We Bring the Sacrifice of Praise. Because sometimes it's a sacrifice to give thanks in all circumstances, isn't it? Even when we don't feel like it. So hopefully that song gets stuck in our heads. Since we can't sing that, may I close with a prayer of thanksgiving. And Lord, it is with grateful hearts that we close this sermon and this time together this morning. Thank you for your word. Lord, may we Let your word do its work in our heart. Forgive us of those times we're more concerned about what others think of us and our spirituality. Lord, may that not be the concern. Ourselves, help us to die to ourselves and live for you. Give our lives for you. Just... As you gave our lives for us, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for the time families will have together this week around the table. Thank you for the freedom we have to do that. Thank you for this great nation we live in. Lord, thank you for just the the being able to have the food that will be there at the table. Lord, I I pray that you help us this day, this week, Thursday, and always to give thanks in all circumstances. May your blessings be on your people wherever they go, whatever they do. 
this week, Lord. May we always seek you and and give you glory. Lord, I love you and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene, on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.